What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Monkeys Don't Study. This is officially episode two. Here with Jay Tarun and Richie. So let's get this thing started. So who watched the game last last night? I watched the game last night. I also watched the game last night. What did you guys think? It was fucking just. It was ended in such a UVA fashion that you couldn't even make me mad. The last three games, they won in, in the last yep. one minute. Yep. And I called it at right from the beginning that it's going to go in overtime. It went in overtime. It was so obvious. It's just UVA fashion. But it was a very good game. It was a good game. I, I enjoyed it towards the end. I mean, like... It was a good they, game. They kind of had it in the bag after, like, once halftime started. But. Were you, Rohit, were you rooting for uh, UVA? Yeah. See, that's where, like, I was conflicted because... In the beginning, I was like, yes, Virginia, like, as a whole, like, yeah. we will, we'll, we'll, like, take it. But then I was like, but it's fucking UVA. And but the movie is, like, so cocky and, like, say shit from now on. Like, oh, we won the championship. Like, all this stuff. I mean, they have the right to brag after winning, right? Yeah, I was happy I was... for them, dude. I mean, our, a lot of our friends do go to UVA. Can you yeah. just imagine telling, them, telling your kids this story in 20 years where they're like, oh, yeah, I was at the national championship and we freaking just, like, crowded all of basically Charlottesville, you know? I feel like that's a pretty cool story to tell 20 years down the road. I'm not going to be friends with any UVA people in 20 years. <laughs> what yeah, about I might be offending some people. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> we love UVA, you know? <laughs> Richie has a very confused look on her face. One yes. of her roommates actually was just, like, rooting for Texas Tech because it was the closest thing that sounded to Virginia Tech. She's like, Texas Tech plus Virginia equal Virginia Tech. A.K.A. we win. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great story. Yeah. All right, guys. So this week, we kind of wanted to talk about movies and TV shows. And with Game of Thrones right around the corner. Are you excited, Rohit? Dude, I'm mad excited. I remember <laughs> when I was watching for the first time, I, I did not get into it. It took me a while. And I told you this about. Right. I, I mean, same. I mean, I haven't finished it. I'm still not caught up. It's like a, it's one of those shows that's so hard for a lot of people to just get through. But once you're through and like it's it's a show that's really hard to binge, in my opinion. It's one of the hardest shows to binge because yeah. every episode is essentially a movie. Yeah, exactly. So it's like think about taking that much information where there's so many like side storylines and all this stuff. It's just too much. And then I'm on like I f- I finished season five I think, and I tried rewatching like all the summaries on YouTube that are like 45 minutes long each, and it's just too dense, dude. Like you cannot, like you cannot you you can't put what like how many episodes a season? There's like. Eight 10? to twelve. There's uh, there's usually ten. Yeah, yeah. say so you can't put ten hours worth of content into forty five minutes and then just be like, okay, yeah, move on, moving on. But <laughs> you know? I mean, that's like the stuff on YouTube is more meant for people that have already seen the shows and yeah, like, people m- like Rohit who watch every single season like religiously and just want to catch up and refresh their memories. <laughs> no, that's what I was doing. Yeah, I was. I doing mean, you it have for the a person. whole ass like Game of Thrones poster in your room and like you're just like you're one of the bigger fanatics of Game of Thrones that I know. Yeah, I think the reason it's harder to binge now is because so many seasons are already out. Right. Because when I started, I was around, like, what, three or four seasons were out. So yeah. it was, it was like, a little bit less that I had to get through before I was caught up and then I was following mm-hmm. it as it was aired. So I, I get it, like, the difficulty and stuff. And it's, like you said, it's a very dense. So just sitting through and just getting, like, the plot, like, unveiling and stuff, it just takes a, a whole lot of time. So, well, I mean, I get the hype behind it, but, like, for people that, you know, people like Ruchu who haven't even, I don't think you've seen the first episode, have I've you? tried. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> even like, the first episode, fucking yeah. Summering, it was weird. Dude, I was like, I can't do this. It's very awkward. I love it. Like, like yeah. the first one is, like, very edgy and, like, does not make you feel comfortable whatsoever. No, my brother tried to make me, like, sit down and watch all of it with him over, like, winter break. 
and I was like, no, I can't. Yeah, do it this. took me about. I think I watched the first episode at least five times before I was even able to get through the first episode. Yeah. But like, my question for you is like, for someone like her who can't even you know get past the first episode, what what really is the hype behind Game of Thrones, right? Like, I I get there's a whole fantasy aspect of it. You know, there's sex, there's basically there's violence, there's everything that you yeah. know a normal guy you could sex want. Fantasies? Huh. <laughs> Yeah, there's everything that a normal per- like a normal guy could want in that um <coughs> or girl or girl. I mean, it's, no, it's no discrimination here. No discrimination yeah, exactly. here. But I mean, violence is more like something that guys like to watch versus girls, so that's why I kind of made that statement. But where does the hype really build up behind it? Like what causes that hype behind Game of Thrones that like every single person is just like we want to watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Um for me, uh, the way I look at like movies and TV shows is it's an escape from reality for me. And what really captivates like a really good show or a really good movie is brilliant writing and brilliant acting. And that's something that show has like over any other show. Like you can have a great script, but if your actors can't portray their character like well enough, it won't have that same impact. And I feel like with Game of Thrones, that's something that I saw, and it made it believable. Like, obviously, you know it's, like, a fictional world. Like, it's oh, not yeah, real. obviously. But, you know, just watching it and kind of just keeping all your focus into it, you, you kind of get immersed and you can get you can get close with the characters, you know. You kind of relate with them and stuff. How do you relate with a f- fictional character well, from about, like, 300 years ago with monsters and just people beheading each other? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm like that's a genuine question. Like, how, yeah, how do I you? Mean, okay, maybe not relate. I guess what I mean to say is, you can see yourself in that position, like in in that time frame. So basically, Rohit wants to be a Viking. And it's do it's, you want it's to not be? a Viking. That's no, are they Vikings? Vikings? Nah, no, 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 they're not. Vikings. What are they? I don't know. Wait, they're definitely they're like, fucking like, Vikings. No, no, they're, they're not Vikings. It's, no, Vikings is a whole different. There's like different gods and everything, but yeah, Vikings is a whole different era of like history. Then what are they? It's like medieval, like medieval, kings yeah. and castles and dragons. Not Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, there's dragons. It, like, it's very similar. As like an outsider, you, I know you can make that like similarity, but um, it's it's different because there is like an established like history and culture with Vikings, like from our history. Whereas this is completely like, what do you mean? Call it? It's it's, fictional. Already, it's fictional. Yeah. Wait. So I mean, I'm a fan of like more law enforcement shows, mm-hmm. like suits, like lawyer. And crime and stuff like that. How how does someone like me make a ref like make a connection with Game of Thrones with like these dragons and just like I don't know random characters that are from the medieval times? Like I know you mentioned that. That's well, why I'm keep like I, I I personally was never able to make that connection. That's why I never got past season three. <laughs> but like, how does someone who doesn't watch make that connection and like actually become immersed in that show? I mean, if you really like, if your goal is to you know binge it and get into it, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to force yourself because the first time I tried, I didn't like it, and I remember judging my high school friends so much for watching it when it was airing because I thought they would just watch it for the violence and the sex. Yeah. But as I got into it, I realized there's more to the story than that. Right. That's what an outsider sees. But once you start watching the show and once you start seeing the story as it's happening, you you realize well, this is like a whole lot more interesting than what I initially thought it to be. But I, w- I would say, like, if you're not, if it's not your style, like, I know, Jay, you mentioned, yeah. like, medieval stuff, like, this this whole, like, realm is not, like, your cup of tea. You like, like, more, like, law and lawyers and st- stuff like that, right? Yeah, but, like, my whole ideology behind it was, like, oh, yeah, I love Harry Potter, right? It's still a whole fantasy world. Like, all the Nar- Narnia films were so good. Mm. Like, how does someone who actually likes, like, stuff like that not like Game of Thrones? Like, what, what do you think is, like, the main factor that people can't get into Game of Thrones? 
think the hype. I think that's what really gets to you because there's all there's this notion that it's such a great show. It's one of the best shows on TV, and there's this all this excitement around it. Yeah. That your expectations are so high as you're watching it, and once you you're you're met with like the reality as you're watching the show, you're like you have like a little bit of like you know disconnect, mm -hmm. and that's really what kind of you know discourages you from kind of putting all that that energy and focus into it, and maybe that's what kind of dissuades a lot of people from from watching the show. To be fair, I don't even think you can compare Harry Potter to Game of Thrones. Like, it's the same type of realm, but, yeah. like, the shows are nothing alike. Oh, yeah. No, I totally agree. I mean, Harry no, Potter also has, like, your childhood factor in it, right? So you're right. going to want to love it forever. But, like, I think for Game of Thrones, like, it's just, it's so graphic for some it's graphic people. And that it's, like, almost gross. And, like, like yes, I watch a lot of medical dramas, and I can get through all that, but I can't get through, like, some of the shit in Game of Thrones. That's why it's not for everyone, yeah. right? The thing with HBO is they really don't have a filter. They go to the limitations that, that they possibly can, yeah. and that's the thing that you have with, like, movies and shows, because in reality, you know, you have consequences for some of the things you say and do, but whereas on a show, you, you're, you know, your imagination is limitless, and that, that's what people love. It's, like, kind of living that fantasy that they, that they can't do in real life. It's, like, an escape from reality, like I said. I think a lot more of the hype around Game of Thrones is like the ruthlessness of the show. Yeah. Because yeah. you can you can fall in love with a character and then the next episode they're gone. You know what I mean? They just kill off people left and right. I mean, Grey's so, Anatomy is also like that. Just putting that out there, they kill off everyone you love. Never seen it. Wait, 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 no. He's talking about characters killing yeah. off other characters. Or are you talking about the writers killing off characters? the writers killing off characters? Okay. I'm saying like, like. But that's us, that's part of like I feel like that's part of the story. Whereas in like things like. Grey's Anatomy, it's more of, like, the the actors and actresses' conflicts with, like, their contracts or whatever. I mean, it's not like they just I mean, kill... I mean, they still they, put well, in actually, the story. No, there is, like, yeah, the crash and everything, yeah. I, I remember what she's saying. So, my other question is, like, I know that Office, The Office is, like, your favorite show. Whoa. Like, what, what, would you uh, put Game of Thrones yeah, over The Office or, you know, whatever? But my, my main question is, like... How, there's such a difference, dude. Like, there's such a massive difference between The Office and Game of Thrones. <laughs> How can both those shows be, like, your, two of your favorite shows? Like, there's no, yeah. like, overlap whatsoever between those shows. Dude, it's it's weird. Both of those shows are the two of the, the shows that I would never imagine myself watching. Because I tried watching The Office the first time, and I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I still don't like I, it. I, I, it was just, like, this is not good material, but I, I don't know what clicked. Right. But when it did, I was like, this is amazing, and no one can, like, repeat this. Do, do you think there's, like, the same factor behind Game of Thrones and The Office where, like, both or, both those shows are something that, like, so many people are just like, oh, my God, please watch The Office. Oh, my God, watch Game of Thrones. That the hype is what actually made you end up liking the shows? No. No, because I, I remember watching the shows, you know, after hearing the hype, you know, yeah. from my friends. And when I first tried it, I, I could not get into it whatsoever. Like, Game of Thrones, I watched, like, two episodes, and I quit. Yeah. And I'd come back after months. And then same with The Office. Like, I did the same thing. And I don't know. I really couldn't tell you what, what really happened. Makes but sense. What about movies? Do you, do you, like, do you like movies and stuff? <laughs> do I like <laughs> movies? Yeah, dude, I like movies. I'm really excited for Avengers Endgame. Are you guys excited about that? I'm so excited. I'm not. You sound so excited, Trey. Why aren't I'm you gonna excited? Have, I'm going to have so much flat coming... I'm, dude, I'm not a big fan of the Avengers. Like, I think it's just it's just carrying on way too long. It this is whole storyline, but it's it's to the point where like they can't stop making it. Wait, I mean, Avengers Endgame is like, well, it's called the Endgame, so they're, yeah. I mean, and, then, what, and two years later, Marvel is gonna come out with some other movie. Not even, no, not even two years later. They they're having. Well, I mean, like Spider Man is still it's coming out. It's like characters now, though. Yeah, and then like Black the old Widow. characters it's, all it, had their three movies, and that's it. Like, it's that transition from the old 
Avengers to the new age Avengers. Like if you, I mean, if you think about it, or if you've seen like the analysis around the internet, is that like the new characters are the ones who technically got snapped by um, Thanos, and the old characters are the ones that are saving the new characters. You know, so mm. I think at the end, like, what do you think is going to happen at the end of the film? I think at the end of the film, um, Captain Marvel is going to come in. She's going to be this overpowering superhero. That she's just gonna, such a badass. She is a badass, I but she, okay. I think it's going to be a classic ending where it's just like, um, you know, Captain Marvel comes in. She just like fucking kills Thanos and just like it's the end of, and just saves everyone. It's that's, not going to be that simple. That's what I'm saying. Like it's so predictable. The fact that you were able to like make this conclusion. Is what I don't like about Avengers and like most most of the Marvel movies. Because I mean, I, they have like a cookie cutter recipe for making their movies, and you know it's gonna be a, a like a generally happy, you know, satisfactory ending. Um, um, the last one wasn't very happy. Infinity War was not happy. Okay, maybe okay. Given yeah, that's an exception. Yeah, I but mean, uh, most of the other movies they made, like the solo, the standalone movies. Okay, Rohit, do you watch DC movies? Yes. Do those DC movies not have the same plot? Not all of them. I mean, neither does Avengers. We just said the last one did not have. But that I, plot. I have. There's like a level of excitement and uncertainty that I feel watching a DC movie over. Um, Wait, I feel the same in Avengers movies. But also, like, I don't watch DC movies, so. Yeah, what are some DC classics that everyone? The Dark Knight trilogy, Wonder Woman was great. Apparently, Shazam is great too. Right. The I mean, Joker but is coming out this later this year, but that given that's like a more. But the Dark Knight trilogy the last movie came out what five years ago. The hype over that is has ended, you know, long what? time ago. Wait, what? does that matter? People love that movie. <laughs> oh, wait, I, I love still, that I, movie. I love that movie too, but I just think Avengers, even though it is that like cookie cut like ending, it's just I think the direction and like the screenplay of Avengers has been a lot better, especially Infinity War. I think that was like right, the, one okay. of the best directed movies. So it's, I've ever it's seen. In, in terms of. Uh, yeah, the screenplay, the, the like the direction is is a whole lot better. The execution is a whole lot better. Yeah. But for for some reason, I still feel it like lacking. I still feel like I I want more. I think Avengers I over DC or like Marvel over DC just has more of a sci-fi aspect to it. Yeah, that's DC. true. Cause like I mean, Dark Knight's basically set in New York City, mm-hmm. right? Whereas um, Avengers is just like all over the universe. I also think it's really cool how Avengers or like Marvel like ties in every other like movie into it together. Like there's like the Infinity Stones are like brought up in so many previous movies, but you don't even think they're anything important. But then in like Infinity War, they all came together. And like the you know you know the scene where Doctor Strange is like explaining everything to Iron Man or Hulk, one of the two. I think both of them. He's explaining everything, and like everything just like gets put together, and you're kind of mind blown that like all the movies are interconnected. I think that's also, like, really cool about it. I mean, Because that's, that's so, so hard to do. Like, making all the pl- plots, like, interconnect and, like, all the writing and all the screenplay work together with almost every other movie. Like, that's not easy to do. Okay, going off of what you just said, I love that about Marvel, that they're very intricate in, in the way that they play out, the, the way the movies come out, right, and the story that they tell. However, I feel like that kind of also limits them into the what the movies that they make. The way that the movie unfolds is kind of limited to, like, they have to make sure certain things fall into play so that they can set it up for the upcoming movies. Do you see what I'm saying? And that's where the cookie cut, like, the definite ending, like, the predictable ending comes in, right? Because there's so many, if you think about it, there's, what, like, 32 movies or something, including, like, three of every character, then each of the Avengers. Like, they have Mm -hmm. to link all that together somehow, right? And the only easiest way to do that is probably the cookie cutter, like, the predictable ending. Right? Yeah. But we have to remember, this is a business. It's a movie business, yeah. right? Of course, they're going to make it so that they 
set themselves up for the next movie. Like, why would they? Because what this this franchise, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, has had what the most success of any series of oh, yeah, any hundred yeah. percent of, of any like Hollywood produced whatever, right? Rest in peace, Stan Lee. Yeah, <laughs> but like you know what I'm saying, right? Like obviously they're not going to try to. Yeah, it would only really make sense to go in that same route, right? right? To make the most profit, right. in other words. But it's not like, like I don't know how many Marvel movies there have been. Like since the since like the first Iron Man or whatever, I think it's, I think it's like, like twenty. Twenty is in the twenties. Some some late bigger number. Right, yeah. I would say like five of those are ones that I would not watch again. Yeah, I agree. Which is a pretty insane ratio. There's twenty. They've together made seventeen point five three billion dollars from box office. Yeah, how there much? Seventeen point five three billion. Holy shit! Yeah, I feel like that number could be higher. No, but it's billions. Like, if you think about it, each box box office, like, collector, like, each... I think Avengers Infinity War made, like, 300 and something million dollars as, like, the box office grows. Domestic or international? I think overall. Oh, well, another... No, 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 it was definitely way more than that. Yeah, I feel like it it must have reached... I'm pretty sure they made, like, 200 million the first week or something. 18.5 billion is global box office from since 2007. They have 10 more in various stage of production right now. Either way, I I, I just feel set unsatisfied with Marvel movies lately. I wasn't even hyped for um, Captain Marvel. I have a lot of... I mean, I don't think Captain... I think it was Captain It was Marvel, a filler movie, right? Yeah, it yeah. was. It was a filler movie. It was not good. I rated it like a 5 out of 10. I did not like it. I, I It was a filler movie because it had that whole like importance of how Marvel started or how... I don't remember. How the Avengers started. No, what's that? Shield. What Shield. How Shield, Shield. started was yeah. kind of from that... It was just Marvel. It was just like Marvel because like that was a scientist yeah, or like name. Early like, Nick Fury and that stuff. was literally the only part about that movie that I think was relevant. The only reason Captain Marvel was relevant is because she was going to come in and save the world. She, she was the next character to be introduced. But like also, I feel like um, what was that movie? Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Looking back at it, I feel like it was overhyped. And it I was. recently it was watched, overhyped. watched the movie. And I but was it was like, it was very culturally important, right? Yeah, for and it's black people to have like superheroes because they don't have many, right? And like. The, almost the entire cast was African-American, I want to say. And, like, I think that was a really good, important thing that Marvel did do culturally. And it, was, it, it was unique. That's what I really loved about that one. Yeah, oh, and it Michael really significant. It really <laughs> signifi- sig- signified. signified the importance of, like, vibranium, I guess, right? Because yeah. vibranium yeah. is basically used for All every single weapons. character, in a way. All their weapons All are weapons. made with vibranium. So I think that's why, like, I mean, yeah, that's no, but obviously we knew one about- part of the day. Huh? I'm sorry, we knew about vibranium with Captain America. Yeah, yeah, but we didn't know where it came from and that there was that like, much in the whole what, world. We knew what Wakanda was, but, like, we didn't no, we really didn't. know what Wakanda no, we was. No, oh, we didn't. didn't? Okay, never mind then. Wait, no, we, oh, we no, kind Captain of America did. Oh, no, Captain America 2? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Avengers 2? It, it was a Civil War or was it some, what, the other one? The one where his dad gets murdered yeah, at the exactly, UN. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, yeah, oh, Wakanda's Wakanda, like, yeah. It was, it was brought up like the first time we heard about it. It was just, like, exposure to that story, yeah. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. I'm cringing. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> okay, so what show have you guys been watching recently? Um, dude, with what time, man? For real? God. Dude, I don't know. I just I like to I personally like to watch TV when I'm just like eating. Okay, what do you okay, want? That's fair. I've been okay. watching Queer Eye a lot Queer recently. Eye. But yeah, what is Queer Eye? Someone explain that. I'll explain it. So Queer Eye is a show where these five gay guys go in and kind of make over this entire person, this person's entire life. Um, the person has to be nominated by like a family or friend mem- family member or friend. Friend member. <laughs> <laughs> friend member. Um, so they have one of, so they're called the Fab Five. So Tan, he does the fashion. Karamo does 
the culture. He's kind of just there, in my opinion. Wait, so um, are, these, are these random people that they nominate? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like, so they, they go, go to literally the middle of nowhere, like the first season. The, the last, the latest season is in like Kansas City, Missouri, or something like that. So it's just like rent. You don't have to be gay, or do you have to be gay? No, 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 no. no you don't have to be gay. So basically, like the five people that do the makeover, they're gay, right? right so I know they're that. making over an individual using their like queer eye, basically. And oh. so this summer it's going to be filming in Philadelphia. So only people from Philadelphia will be able to nominate, you know, people yeah. that they, like, reside in Philadelphia. Yeah. So they, they, wait, it's just a physical transformation. No, no, no. no. It's, it's not just physical, right? But I mean, like that plays a role. So physical as in like, yeah, they get a, they get a makeover, like outfit. a haircut and, all, and the outfits and all that stuff. But then like some of them work with like the person. They're like, oh, you should be more confident. Okay. Yeah. Here's I guess that's socialize. what Karamo does. The guys right. that was and irrelevant. it's like, how do you, um, you know, interact with your family better? How are you, you know, all this other stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, to give you an example, right? So, the uh, latest episode I watched, it was a gamer, you know, like, this typical introverted gamer no. person, right? He was int- uh, nominated by his sister, and his mom had recently passed away a couple months ago. No, so, it was, like, years ago. Yeah, a cu- couple years ago, and... So he was kind of in this rut, right, where he was just super antisocial, just sit, sit, sat behind his computer screen all day, went to school, went to his job, right back at it at the computer screen. So the Queer Eye came in and the Fab Five. Five, Five, Fab Five came in and they gave him a haircut and, ch- and changed his entire wardrobe. They changed their entire living space, basically renovated it so that it looks a lot more modern. Oh, wow. That's what Bob, so Bobby, one of the, wow. one of the Fab Five, he literally completely like redoes their house and like if the person's living with someone that person also gets like a completely renovated like free house basically and he makes it so nice i think it's like extremely pretty like the way they make their houses it's wait incredible. sign me up who wants to nominate me <laughs> you're not ugly enough so you're right hey oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and then yeah so they give him a whole new wardrobe so that's tan his he's a fashion designer mm-hmm. he's actually brown and yeah, I saw the segment with Hassan Minaj. Yeah. yeah. Huh? I thought he was tan. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just shut up. No, um, Anthony, oh, he's so cute. He does, like, he teaches them how to, like, cook certain meals. So, like, the gamer guy, like, all he ate was, like, frozen food. His sister described, this was so funny, his sister described his plate as brown because he just eats, like, tater tots, like, anything frozen that he can just and his sister And his sister and himself described his spirit animal as a slot. So that kind of gives you the general idea how he is as a person. That's pretty interesting. Um, but they also come in for, like, psychological help, and, like, that's where... That's, like, that's what Karamo does, I guess. So, he, so he, wor- he is a social worker, like, in, like, outside of the fab, like, Queer Eye. Um, but, like, the thing is, they do all of this in five days. So I don't... I mean, they don't really show, like... In later seasons, they haven't really shown, like, a recap, like, caught up with someone to see if they're still, like, you know, keeping up with their appearance and, like, um, have actually, like, changed their oh, lives. Oh, do people do that? Like, after the makeover, they kind of keep on that persona and the, the attire? That's, I mean, I mean, that's, that's the, the goal. Point, like, right? right? That's the whole point to of the show. their really? entire lives. To literally okay. change their I lives. I think I'm having, like, a confused, like, notion in my head. I, I keep thinking they're trying to change them into turning... Like, not what they really are. No, they want them to become a better and improved version of themselves. So they talk to, like, the person who um, nominated Nominated them them. and, like, their family and stuff because they want to, like, get a better idea of, like, who this person is and what their goal is later in life, like, what they want to achieve. So some of the episodes, like, at the end of the week, there's always something big happening. Like, one of my favorite episodes that uh, we actually watched was this guy, he was, like, 30-something years old. He hasn't had anyone over at his place for 10 years. 10 plus years and at the end of the he is brown and at the end of the week he had like a launch party for his app so they always do it 
and at the end of the week, there's like, um, like an important event for that person, and then the Fat Five kind of watches the video of like how this person goes about their day for that event, like how they dress, what food they cook, if they actually are like taking what they said into account. And, like, actually applying that to, like, an important event. But then I, like, I have a hard time believing someone can change that much in one week. Like, completely transform as a person. But Jay here thinks that, like, I think it's doable. Just because, for example, like, I'm going back to the gamer example, right? He he likes stuff from Japan and he likes anime, right? So they come in and they actually take him out to one of these social events where he's actually able to meet with his, like, meet new friends who are actually interested in the same things that he is. And... I think, it, like, it's so easy to just get that confidence back within, like, a day or two, meeting these new people and seeing that other people around you have the same interests. You can't really meet people behind, yeah, the, I mean, you know, to your do computer things, screen. Yeah, right? yeah. To do things on your own takes, you know, a lot of, like, a lot of strength. Right. It's not easy for anyone. So I guess with the Fab Five coming in and kind of being, like, a guiding hand to kind of showing them the reins as to, like, where they where this person wants to be or who they want to be rather than who yeah. they are now. It's like, like, if you think about I, it... I guess that makes sense. Like, if you think about it, when we, when we came to college, right, like, we met people on the first day, second day, right, got their phone, exchanged phone numbers, and yep. next thing you know, we're basically hanging out every day or very so often. So it's kind of the same thing for these people. I think a lot of these people just need that one push, someone to come in and yeah. just basically guide them from zero to 100 real, like real quick right so i think that's why it's it's very possible to get that change within even if it's the week because you get that push sometimes that you know other people can't give like family members can't give that push to you i think a lot of what it is is just straight confidence yeah like a lot of these people yeah. probably have goals and passions and stuff that they feel like they they want to do and you know they just want to do but they don't have the confidence or like the you know the like the the drive, I guess, to go do it. But yeah. when you change your appearance and you know how to talk to people and you know you look good and, and you feel good talking to people, it just kind of makes it so much easier to, I, I to totally go after agree. what you want to do. That's, that's kind of what I did, like, yeah. coming into college. Like, I was, a, I was a very different person in high school, yeah. but I kind of made this persona for myself, like, artificially, and I and I just started talking to people. Yeah, it, it kind of gives you that new start, Yeah. right? Like, a lot of you, like... A lot of these people are slightly overweight and just changing their outfit to the point where they look like 10 times more slim, it completely changes your outlook on how you look yourself, right? Exactly. And whatever outlook you have on yourself is what you think that people are thinking of you in a way. Right. Sense. I remember, what was that um, post you made on, on Instagram one time? Uh, oh, yeah, the, yeah. So your it was perception like, of yourself is completely different, different from everyone around you. Basically, your perception, like Rhodes' perception of me is completely different than the perception that Ruchi may have of me. Not right? only that, but my perception of what you think of me is different than what you think what, of what yourself. I, what I think of my, what other people are thinking of. Yeah, yeah so your yeah. perception <laughs> of your perception is yeah, different, different than, than your actual perception. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Inception. <laughs> I hope everyone understood that better than I did. Oh, there's no chance. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's also, like, if, so, if like, five people come into your life randomly, they don't know you, they literally turn your life upside down, you're on a TV show, like... They're your biggest motivators. Yeah, I think, like, just because they put in so much effort and, like, you're literally on a TV show, you want to, like, keep up those appearances. Because if you're just, like, walking the streets of Kansas City and someone who watches the show sees you, but you're, like, not that dressed up anymore, you're not, like, following what they said, they're just going to be like, what was the point of that, right? Like, what was the point of the show coming here, spending... Like, they definitely spend money on you, like, renovating their entire house, like... And the wardrobe that you get, it's not like they just go to JCPenney and pick out, like, a $5 (laughs) shirt. It's, It's like... 
very Tan nice. Knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's very nice, like clothing from boutiques, and it's like top quality. Stuff. And what I think is really nice about it is that like there's so many people on the show that like other people watching can relate to, and Tan like actually explains like if you your body shape is like this, then like wear you know wear black, wear something you know like patterns and stuff. So he explains how you can dress. Dress better, you know, dress like you don't have to change your wardrobe to look better. It's a matter of how How you dress. It's a a matter of how you relate everything together. It's like the combination of pants and shirts and like even if you explains it really well so that like people watching can be like, oh, I look like that. I should do that. And maybe I'll look better. Right. And like I think that's also part of like the point of the show. Yeah. No, I see. But like, don't you think the other side of this is that those people who do get the makeover have like an obligation to kind of keep yeah, up. Exactly, that, that yeah, exactly. Yeah, because if, if someone like sees them or like I don't know if they if the fat fi like go back and talk to them or anything like I don't know how that works. That's the thing. Like, what if they do this makeover and that person like feels this obligation to to like, be this certain I hope way, so. but they don't they they, they like internally it's kind of like killing them. It gives them more anxiety than if they were at home I, or how they were before this whole makeover. I think I personally think it's less of an obligation because. It's like they, it's these people. Like I said, they're stuck in a rut, right? They want to improve themselves. They just need that little push. Yeah. And now that they have a guided, like, like they have a guide, right? Like step by step guide. So basically, for example, like they tell them how to do their hair, right? They tell them what's like hair products to buy, what skincare products to buy, and if someone does want to keep doing that, they know what to get. They don't have to do any more research on what to get. They know that stripes will make them look skinnier or will make them look fatter. They know not to get stripes or to get stripes again and things like that. So I think I pre- like I think it's good to have that like guideline of what to do and what not to do and which is what hinders a lot of people that are just like stuck. I so, mean it's hard to like if you want to change like yourself it's so hard to just go out and do it by yourself you know right like if or you to wanted, find out what what works and what doesn't yeah like, compared to like you're not just gonna go like, into the store too. and just buy two hundred dollars worth of clothing and next thing you know you don't look good as you think you do no. right so you trust these designers to come in and do that for you i hmm. never once in my life thought jay would be as into queer eye as i am <laughs> it's nice to see that i'm sure you probably like picked up some stuff you learned some things that you probably didn't know before right? yeah there's like another youtube segment like a youtuber who does the same thing for guys it's called like project alpha or something like that where Al- wait alpha m <laughs> alpha, alpha m, m. Yeah. oh my god dude, wait nacho. it's exactly the same <laughs> So, so Nacho, so Mirage, and Afnan, they, they watch uh, Alpha M videos and stuff. He's re- yo, he's got a really good tips for guys. Like, yeah, exactly. They're, they're solid, they're solid advice, but yeah. I mean, basically, like, it kind of relates to the last episode. I mean, I'm starting a new chapter of my life, so I kind of have to determine, you know, how I want my future wardrobe and future <laughs> life to be like. Sorry, sorry. Roe just took a selfie in this booth for I absolutely no I just flipped my hat, and I wanted to look at myself. Roe was checking himself out. <laughs> he's like, fuck, do I need queer eye? <laughs> <laughs> We'll nominate you. Don't worry. Thanks. Wait, 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 are you going to watch it, Tarun? You haven't said anything. Queer Eye? What do you think about it? I've Tarun? seen a couple episodes here and there. I know there's a brown dude on one, and I think I got sent that by somebody, so I watched <laughs> it. Um, His dog yeah. is really cute. Do you cute. like it? Would you Would you continue watching it? I would continue watching it. Um, is it I didn't, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I get kind of bored. Well, I mean, what do you watch? Like, I mean, what what, what, what yeah, is your, your go-to show? Bro? Dude, I watch a lot of YouTube. I don't really watch What do you watch? Dude, you're missing out. There's so much quality content out there. Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> like, what does educate that mean? you? Let me yeah, okay. Educate, educate me. Educate me. Okay, what's your, but of all the TV shows you have seen, like, what's yeah. your favorite? Oh, okay. What's, what are some of your favorite shows? So oh, can get favorite shows, here. okay. Top Gear or Grand Tour. Oh, I know you've seen those. I've seen that. Yeah, okay. And then Psych. 
Okay. Brooklyn Nine Nine. I hey, love Psych. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Love Brooklyn Nine Nine. Cool, 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 cool. Totally cool, forgot cool, cool. Psych existed. <laughs> Friends, but not really overhyped. Over. Yeah. Wait, can we all agree as a consensus that Friends is overrated? Can people stop watching Friends? It's 2019. I agree. It's not. It's Sorry, good. I, I've never heard the overhyped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, I think it's heard good. That. I don't think it's that good. I think what's the other show? How I Met Your Mother. Also, oh my god. I think How I Met Your Mother is better than Friends. I I've never seen all of Friends and How I Met Your Mother. I only watch those shows when someone else puts them on. It's because you're Same. just in love with Grey's Anatomy. That's your fault. So when I started watching Friends for the first time, I thoroughly enjoyed it. However, I would probably wouldn't I, go back to it I wa- again. Yeah, I agree. I watched it the first time, binged that shit. Like in, It was it was like thoroughly weeks. enjoyable right, yeah. the first time. But know? when people put on random episodes here and there, I'm just like, this is repetitive. Like, I don't know. It's it's a one-time watch I can't me. say the same about The Office. It's, I mean, it's repetitive. I also couldn't like, get into The Office. Couldn't get into The yeah. Office. I think the one, like, sitcom-type show I, like, was Brooklyn Nine-Nine and New Girl that I will, like, forever watch. Yeah, I agree. I think, so, so all of those shows you guys mentioned, the sitcoms, I'm not a fan of. I think they're good. I but think that's it's the just same. Not my, the reason being is because all those jokes are very planned and they're written and there's like a punchline, right? Whereas with The Office, there's this like level of awkwardness that's yeah, carried yeah, out yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. No, I think everyone in The Office is annoying as fuck. They are. They're not like, no, they're, it's more t- representative of normal people. Like, no, see, but I deal with so many annoying people in my life. I don't want to go and watch annoying people on TV. But the that's different <laughs> though. called out. What you deal with in your life is different than the people in the office. Oh, it's just, yeah. it's such a unique character. I'll just that... agree to disagree. Okay, fair. Like, I think, okay, I haven't seen a lot of Office. I've seen episodes here and there. But I think the connect with the office, like, is, is just that they're aware of the camera. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when they make a joke and they look at you, because then it, make it makes it feel like you're there in a, in a way. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Maybe, maybe it's the camera thing. Maybe that's I, I mean, that's the only difference I can think of between The Office and, like, The Friends and How I Met Your Mother and... The Friends. The Friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait, going back to, like, YouTube, but, what, what are, I mean, I've been struggling to find stuff on YouTube. What do you watch? What do you, what, what do, what do you recommend to someone just getting into YouTube to watch? I don't know if Tutorials. anyone's getting into YouTube now, but um, I watch some, like, car videos... I watch, I watch a lot of car videos. I watch a lot of... I watch, like, fashion videos. Straight clips. I watch... On YouTube? Yeah. Um, I watch MKBHD. MKBHD. Yeah, tech. Tech yeah, stuff tech. I watch. Yeah. David um, Dobrik. Matt Matt Devalia. Matt Devella. Devella. Gary V. I don't know. I, I mainly use it for, like, trailers and tutorials. I don't, I don't really... I use it for tutorials. For math homework. Just hair and makeup tutorials. Computer science homework. Math homework. But I love... I love... Searching for a math, like, just tutorial or something, and then just hearing some brown dude. <laughs> <laughs> Same with computer science. <clears throat> yeah, yeah love, about Love, Death, and Robots. Have you seen it? Dude, I've seen it. Oh, my goodness, Okay, dude. thank you. I, I was love it. it. I was very hesitant. I was like, maybe he won't like this. After you mentioned, like, all the other shows you were watching. Thank God. No, I loved it because I can appreciate, like, animation and, like, yeah. art. And every episode was kind of different. For those of you who don't know, it's kind of like a black mirror, but animated. Would you would you agree that's like I a fair think assumption? yeah only in the sense that every episode is different. Every episode is different, and I think the it's like kind of Black Mirror is very dark though. There's never a happy ending, and Black Mirror it kind of gets to what like society can turn into or what you know so, what something can happen like far into the future. Whereas with uh, Love, Death, and Robots, you're kind of it's just a, an animated short film. Yeah, and they have they like cover like a different amount of genres on it. Right, I think because Black Mirror is like like, real people and not animated, 
there's like a certain like realisticness to it. Yeah. Whereas like Love, Death, and Robots can kind of be about anything. Um, like there was one episode where there was like the premise was they have an app that you can go back in time and see what happens if you change the history. And so they killed Hitler, and there's a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of scenarios about like what would have happened if um, you know he, he if, survived. If Hitler, then, yeah, if Hitler. If Hitler, wait, yeah, what was it? It was, different, it was different scenarios regarding Hitler, and it would show you scenario one. I don't watch If that. Hitler died, like, this is what would have happened. And I don't want to ruin it, but it's very interesting what mm-hmm. the results were after that. Black Mirror is a show I actually really want to watch all of. I'm just too scared to watch it alone. Oh, how, dude. Wait, Black Mirror is hit me interesting. Up. It's really good. I watched the first season, or first two seasons, I think. The first episode I've is... I've seen is, random can, episodes of that, too. Have you seen the first episode, the one with the... Uh, <laughs> the pig? Fucking in the pig. The prime minister. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, so, I, I knew I that I was so confused about what the hell the premise of Black Mirror was. Like, I thought it was going to be a whole connected TV show, but right, then there's, so like, different stories. Yeah, every episode is different. It's independent of the other ones. And, um, yeah, wait, did you see... You didn't see second season two or anything. I don't remember. I think the last episode first, I watched... First season is only three episodes. Yeah, yeah I think I've only seen yeah. season three then. There's. Have you seen uh, 15 Million Merits, where you rack up points? They're kind of like all dressed like very uniform-wise, and they, they're on this bike. They like Yeah, yeah, points. yeah. yeah. That, that's the second one, right? Is it the second one? I don't that's remember. the one where she auditions. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. That one. Dude, it's just some fucked up shit. That's, that's what it is. No, the problem I love it. is I love it, it. it seems way more fucked up than it is because it could happen. Yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. in there. Yeah. Like, there, there's that one episode that, um, what was it? Like, you have a social media points or something like that, and you have to be nice to everyone, yeah. and you get, like, a rating. And without, like, a specific rating, you can't get a job, you can't go into specific restaurants. And, People judge you based on, a, like, like, a specific number. Bro, that that's number, what happens in the future. That, that's that's very well can. And it's really interesting to see, like, the producers kind of, like, br- like bring these, like, ideas to fruition, and they kind of show you, like, what our society can, can become at one point in the future. What do you guys think about plays, like theater? I've never been to a play. Like Broadway, are you talking about Broadway, like musicals? Anything, yeah. Live theater. Dude, I've, I've been to like two or three. They're interesting. I went to our high school plays. <laughs> well, I went, to, I went to a show. Do you guys know, do you guys remember Stomp? You know in elementary yeah. school how we had to watch those videos of like mm-hmm. people like, who like banging on shit and making music and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I so I went to like a live. I went to like a live show that in New York every spring break. That was actually like it was pretty cool. Like it was definitely for like kids, but it was really funny. They made a lot of sexual j- and they didn't speak a single. Okay, they didn't speak a single time, but they made a lot of <laughs> subtle sexual jokes. I think for all the adults in the crowd, but it was like actually really good. That's the only like, a live lot, show. I've a been lot a lot of uh, animated like children movies have a sexual. The Lego Movie. Too. Hello. Um, so many sexual jokes. Never seen it. You've never seen the Lego. <laughs> the Lego movies are so fire. They're so funny. The writing is so good. Dude, in it is, they're so it funny. Is. Wait, I don't watch movies in general. Wait, the last live thing I saw was Hasan Minaj live. That's you saw him cool. live? Yeah. yeah. What? Where? Uh, George Washington. Can we not talk about it? it? Makes me really sad. It was pretty hype, dude. He's so he's as good of a performer live as obviously he's on Netflix. I, like yeah, like the interactiveness that you have with him, like. Being there is, it's it's different, dude. It's like it's cool. Where, it's so cool. Uh, was he doing his show? No, right. It was uh, was stand up. It was it was a tour because he was promoting both the Patriot Act as well as his new um, like like actual special uh, Not comedy. King. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's like it's a new one. Yeah, new version of Homecoming King. There's oh. a new and version of Homecoming. Not King? new version, but like a new. It's a new special. New special. Yeah. He's having another one. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's pretty hype. So he Wait, said, I love the Patriot Act. I get so much information from it that I never knew. Wait, I totally agree. I mean, I'm it's, assuming all you guys do watch it, Turin? No chance. Why not? I don't know, man. I like Hassan Minaj when he does um, stand like stand-up, like regular comedy specials, but not like Patriot Act. I don't, I'm don't. i tired of the whole like political. political comedy thing. Like how many people are doing that? Like Stephen Colbert, Hassan Minaj, Trevor Noah. Well, um, not all of his episodes are like that. I mean, Though they can seem very similar to that, the, co- the topics are very broad. Right, they, they they have a huge. Range. I, know, I get I it just, though. It's like a political I, realm. Right? It, I I do see what like, you're saying. Like I'd rather if I was gonna. Well, he started was, from the Daily Show. Like that's why. Like the Daily Show is political. No, but that doesn't that's mean he, came he can from, just right? go off. Like he doesn't have to start his own show. He can do whatever. No, he wants. I, I totally. You know what I'm saying? Right? Like, I, if I'm gonna laugh, I'd rather laugh at like a full-on comedy special where they talk about their stories that they've gone through, like fake gone through, whatever. That's what Homecoming King is. Have you seen Homecoming King? Yeah, of course. No, that's what I'm saying. He likes. Yeah, I like Homecoming. But, but, he but, won't, but like I, I don't. I don't like. There's, there's nothing act. else like that on Netflix. That's why his is you know better than most. And I don't know. As he makes brown jokes, and that makes me relate to him more than I can personally relate to like Stephen Colbert or like <laughs> Noah. What's his name? Trevor um, Noah. Trevor Noah, just roasting brown people. I love. On his shows I love out the here. moments where he like looks away from the main camera yeah. and he just like you know makes that little side comment and joke and then goes back and then he just <laughs> like stares right into the camera Wait, I really liked his like like his Supreme episode when it wasn't like political mm-hmm. his like student loan one I guess that was kind of political but yeah I'm kind of like my my uh, excitement is kind of going down mm-hmm. I, I see what you're saying man. wait question yeah do you guys know about Lily Singh yeah. Yes. yes. Represent. I'm How so do you excited. guys feel? I'm so excited. Like the first woman to have oh, oh about a late that. night show and it being a brown woman and it being freaking Lily Singh. It's very exciting. I think she's a really Lily. good entertainer. Like yeah, I mean, I used to watch Superwoman when I was like five years ago, I think, when she, she yeah. was at her Her peak. videos now too are really good. Yeah, but I mean that was a lot younger than, you know. Yeah. I never I never got into her. I, I, I thought didn't she either. was okay. Like she, Well, yeah, I think she talks about a like, she talks about, she opens up about her mental health a lot, which is, like, super stig- stigmatized, like, in Indian culture, and we all know that. But her opening up, she was, like, the first, like, brown person to open up about that in public. And she's also, mm-hmm. like, the which first got, like, Deepika to brown open up female bisexual person as well. So yeah. there's a lot of firsts that she's, she's bisexual. She's bisexual. Oh, yeah. okay. So there's a lot of firsts that she's got done. How I feel, it's, like, I respect her, right? Yeah. I respect her being a woman, yeah. her being brown, and, like, coming through and doing this like, having your own late-night show on, what is it, ABC, CBS, or something like that? NBC. NBC, yeah, like, that's crazy, Yeah. right? But I don't like her content. I just respect her. It's like Nav, dude. I like Nav, but he's, like, the only brown <laughs> rapper. Brown brown but I, can, yeah. I don't like Nav at all. Actually, no, I like four songs. Four maybe. songs, yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's just because, like, that's what raps become nowadays, right? It's literally just shitty I mean, rappers, not, it's shitty so music. not everyone is going to like everyone's content, so yeah. that's fair. I just think she has, like, so many followers and supporters already that, like, her show's going to be a hit. Like, it's definitely going to get all the views it needs. Like, she chilling. Do you think people sometimes follow YouTubers or follow comedians, you know, like, pop stars, mm-hmm. because they've already had this base going and they they, oh, they kind yeah. of, like, don't take a step back to see, to kind of ask themselves the question, like, is this something that I, that I like, relate to? Is this something I enjoy? Because I feel like people kind of mindlessly make their decisions based on what others do and say. I mean, with that's the, just with any TV show, right? You're not sitting back and just analyzing every single aspect of what Hassan Minaj says or what you know Stephen Colbert says or what Jimmy Kimmel says or anything like that. But okay, so going back to what Tarun and I were saying yeah. about Hassan Minaj, like I get where he's coming from in terms of like he's a great stand-up comic, 
Right. Right. But in terms of his special, it's it's not. It just doesn't feel like it's him, or it feels like he's trying to become something he's naturally not. I'm gonna just say, as soon as Trump got elected, how or not even before Trump got elected, right during the campaign, how many political comedy like on every late night show, every single thing, right? It was all about like making political stuff funny and stuff. And now I feel like he he kind of made Patriot Patriot Act in a way to like kind of ride off that wave. And I know it's different because he talks about like I don't know Supreme and like all these other different topics. He's right? also not, brown, right? But I just feel like it's what's like, with this? What? Do you, yeah, we know. Yeah. What, no, is, what is your point? I mean, that's like it's just a different person, right? It's not. It's important for like kids who are like brown to see. Like, that they can do they it can too. Do that, yeah. yeah. And I think it's more, I mean, a lot of people don't get information from anywhere else, right? Like political information. A lot well, of that's like. That's just dumb. And it's also like people like our parents. <laughs> Read like, a newspaper. Sorry. Who reads a newspaper no. nowadays? But I think it also relates to like the older generation. Like, yeah, we watch all these people on Comedy Central, but your parents probably don't know what the hell like Comedy Central is. I know my parents don't. My so, dad it. yeah, so like <laughs> it allows our parents to keep up with American politics while getting a little bit of, I don't know, comedic effect involved with it. Right. And like, I know you're saying he's brown, right? Yeah. And I, I respect that, obviously. Yeah. But like, I'm specifically talking about the content, not like, I'm not talking about because Trevor's no, Trevor Noah is South African and he's yeah, like yeah, black yeah. and whatever, yeah, right? Like, I'm specifically talking, talking about his, that genre of content. Yeah. Where I it's agree. like overplayed. Which is why I'm, I'm bored of it. Right, but th- it's also probably because you're not as interested in political stuff as other people might be. Like I've been watching political shows and political com- comedic shows for as like I don't know since like high school, right? So all this stuff is like super interesting to me, and I'm getting that, learning a lot of information about current events while it being funny, it just motivates me to watch it even more. I don't know. But why does it, why does it have to be funny for you to pay attention? Because <laughs> if you if you say you you like like watching like yeah. understanding things that happens in like politics in that realm, why does it? Have it makes to it be more different? relevant. It makes it more interesting it makes to it watch. It, it makes, makes it easier. easier to watch. Yeah, that's the difference. It makes it easier. That's yeah, like otherwise, watching. sometimes a lot of this stuff, like I don't know, like student let student loan debt and like stuff like that. Like yeah, it's just like boring on paper. But he does. He makes student debt like interesting, and people like I want to learn. I wanted to learn more about it. You know. Hmm. For things that the topics that um, relate to me or that I find interesting, I guess to a certain degree, I can pay attention and it it'll captivate me. But even then, like it could be like the greatest like like person who can explain it, mm-hmm. but I might still lose interest. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, my professor could be really good, but like if I don't care about math, I'm not gonna. Exactly. I'm not gonna learn it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. What What other What other people do you watch? Late night host. Late night? Okay. Conan is definitely the best. Dude, Conan's, Conan's up there. Top. I watch Jimmy Kimmel a lot. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy's all right. He's all right. I also, let's just... Because it's not political. This is a fact. This is not an opinion. Jimmy Fallon sucks. You Wait, know why? I like Jimmy Fallon more than Jimmy Kimmel. No, you don't. You want to know why? It's because Jimmy Fallon had asked you... So, uh, Rohit asked me something. Or say something to me. <laughs> hey, man, I like your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Someone made a great description of Jimmy uh, Jimmy Fallon on Reddit, and it was like Jimmy Fallon is like the dog that just laughs and like, like wants to be around you all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's true. He's a nice guy, but like, no, nah, fuck out of here. I like I like the guests he gets though. Yo, because like it's Tonight Show. It's like the yeah. big show. It's prime like time. Yeah. yeah, it is also prime time. Um, but yeah, Conan, and then 
I watch a lot of Trevor Noah like between the scenes where he just talks about. Like, oh, those stories. are really good. Yeah, yeah those those, those are the best uh, segments I like. Hmm? Do you think they're scripted? <laughs> I don't think they're that scripted. No, they, yeah. they shouldn't. I think that he knows what he's going to I know talk he, about he wants to have that segment, yeah. but but it's pretty genuine. Yeah. Can so, we talk about monkeys now? Okay. Jay's oh, been yeah. patiently waiting to bring up this fact. <laughs> Monkey so, fact of right. episode two. two. So, are you guys ready for this one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Today's monkey fact scared. of the day is the male howler monkey has the loudest call of any other primate and is one of the loudest animals in the world. So, interestingly, the louder the howler monkey, the smaller his testicles, and the lower its sperm count. So he's, he's compensating. What is he compensating? But for his... Small dick. Testicle size. By <laughs> Wait, the howler monkey. Sorry, why do they howl? Because it's the howler monkey. <laughs> he's trying to make up for what he doesn't have. Is it like a mating thing? It might be oh, a mating probably. call. Wait, so that... Louder he howls, the less chance he is having get the less chance he has. Okay, getting I don't think monkeys look at like sizes of testicles if they want to mate. You don't know that. No, no, no. Monkeys are pretty horny. So basically, this is the equivalent of people revving their engines. Monkey version, right? The louder, like, the louder the monkey, the smaller. It's like small dick energy. Yeah, small dick energy. But also like big dick energy because he's howling really. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely big dick energy. <laughs> I mean, clearly, scientifically, it's not. Did they say if they get more action and stuff? Or? No, I didn't look that far into oh. it. But if oh, you're interested... You oh, man, I'm look, disappointed, Jay. Look into how I expected monkeys. more. Fake monkey lover? What happened to you, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, man. You're on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so I think it's time to wrap up. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode two of Monkeys Don't Study. We really appreciate it. Um, a few of you have been sending DMs to us, you know, like constructive criticism. We really appreciate that. Uh, we're just trying to improve here. And um, I don't think we know what we're going to talk about for episode three, but we're thinking, what are we, what are we thinking? Hypebeast culture, right? I don't know. Give we'll us, see. It's on the table. Give we'll us some see. suggestions. Yeah, give us some suggestions. We're um, at Monkeys Don't Study on Instagram. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Again, we'll see you guys next time. Peace.